It's your boy Jose from Big Meat Sports. How are you guys doing on this lovely Saturday? We're going to get this right. Um, if some of you guys were not uh, paying attention, uh, went on live uh, recently, uh, not, probably like five minutes ago, didn't know I was on live. So yes, we're making mistakes because I haven't done this in probably about a month. Um, so trying to get back on the saddle. Uh, but yes, have been uh, been away for a while. Uh, working uh, working a different shift, so trying to uh, plug and play where I can uh, do some podcasts and haven't really f uh, found the time, but today is a perfect day to do a podcast, uh, so I want to talk to you guys, and, and let's talk about some stuff. Uh, we will talk about Super Bowl Sunday tomorrow happening um, with between the Kansas City Chiefs and San Francisco 49ers, but I do want to talk about some these playoffs because these playoffs were a little bit crazy um and there's a lot of disappointments and i will get to my top five uh disappointments uh uh top five disappointing teams in the playoffs this year and surprisingly enough uh there 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 will be some surprises uh on this list but um i do want to talk about the dallas cowboys it's it's it was frustrating um, I needed a few days after that playoff loss to the Green Bay Packers. It was it was hard. It was it was. I'm not gonna lie. We had high expectations. I knew that the defense was kind of vulnerable uh, on the linebacker spots, um, and I knew that if Green Bay could just protect uh, Love a little bit, um, it might be a long day, and it was a long day. Um, I was trying to be optimistic and think that there's going to be some turnovers, but the defense couldn't hold anybody. Uh, Green Bay scored six out of seven drives, which really, really, really Dan Quinn. Um, now Dan Quinn is off to Washington, but, you know, we kind of, when you look at this, and and I'm going to talk about it a little bit more, but Dan Quinn uh, is 0-6 versus uh, McVay. LaFleur and Shannon. Three of those coaches are in the NFC. And my camera just went out and it just restarted. Three of those coaches are in the NFC. East. Oh, no, NFC, my pardon. And what's frustrating is that he never found a formula to stop them. And you kind of saw it where the Buffalo game uh, where it started uh, to like unravel on the defensive side. Uh, people just knew you just have to block Micah, focus on Micah, and then D-Law. Um, those are only two really pass rushers. Um, you block them up, you have a chance to throw down the field. Our corners, Gil Gilly did you know a phenomenal job for, for his age, but I think there's just too much on his plate. Um, Bland. Um, you know, with the interceptions, yes, I get it. But I think it was those interceptions were more based on the pass rush. Um, so we're gonna we're we are going to we are looking for a new def defensive coordinator. Uh Mike Zimmer is out there. They they said potentially he's our new hire. It's not nothing unofficial yet. Um, but we need somebody that, you know, is creative in their defensive schemes. Um, somebody that uh, builds around linebackers as as you see that these teams that are that made it far in the playoffs and teams are in the Super Bowl like the 49ers 
they have two very good linebacker play. And I would say that, you know, to the fullest, like, I believe that we got beat because Green Bay could run all over us because we didn't have true linebackers hitting those gaps. And if you really, and if you tuned into Micah Parsons' recent podcast, he was talking, the Love was talking about that because he had Jordan, uh, Jordan Love on the podcast and he was talking about how that they knew they can attack, beat the Cowboys on a run and attack their linebackers because their linebackers were small. They had DBs as, as linebackers. So hopefully, hopefully the Dallas Cowboys go all in this year, this upcoming year, and get some true linebackers. I know Overshawn uh, should be coming back from an ACL, but again, with ACLs, you don't know how the player is going to come back. If first year um, back from an ACL is kind of like they're testing that knee. So hopefully they can go get like a Patrick Queen. I believe Patrick Queen is a free agent or some other free agent, top free agent linebacker, and build around this defense because – Look, it was disappointing. I knew that when we went down 14 nothing, and my camera went out again. God damn, let's see what's going on over here. Um, when we went down 14 nothing, I knew it was, it was a problem. We were, we were in a hole. And look, LaFleur had a, a nasty game plan for us, and he took advantage to the fullest extent. But the, enough talk about that because we will talk uh, a little bit more. But Let's go with our uh, my top five playoff uh, team playoff disappointments at number five. Okay, and look, I'm putting them on this list, but it's uh, it's kind of uh, it's kind of sucks that they're on this list. I think they would have done better, but I got the Miami Dolphins. I thought the Miami Dolphins would will put up a little bit better fight uh, as I adjust the camera. Sorry for you guys. There's some I want to get you guys nauseous, but. Um, I thought the Miami Dolphins uh, would put up a better fight, even though they hung in there uh, for quite a long time uh, during that game. But I put them at number five uh, due to the fact that if they would have had a defense, man, if 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 they would have had a defense, man, you're missing your like your top three pass rushers, um, most of your secondary, they're limping into those playoffs. I thought the offense. I would want. I wanted to see the offense carry the team for once. Um, I know they and people say, "Oh, what do you mean about that?" You know, they've been carrying the team the whole time. But this is one of those. It was playoff football where you need to really carry it. And I, I felt like Tua needed to carry this team. And if my device goes off one more time, oh my god, what is going on with this? Let's see. This is. Uh, Let's see. Here we go. Here we go. Let's go. Okay. There we go. Hopefully it stays on now. But the defense needed help. This defense was on the field way too many time, too much uh, time spent on the field. The offense couldn't get really think anything generated. When they did, it was just it bogged down. I I, I don't know. I for me. I still believe in Tua. I think Tua can get it done. I think that this Dolphins season was kind of based on the injury bug. I want to see what they do in offseason. Because they, they have some contracts that they have to uh, look at. Uh, if they're going to bring back some people. Um, the offensive line. 
The offensive line is, you know, uh, Armstead out there. I mean, to me, if it was just me, I would ship Armstead out, get somebody, draft somebody, or get another veteran because Armstead, this guy is just injury prone. I just feel like every time that I see him, uh, every week that I look at the injury report, he's on it. And he's going to give you, he's like, he's like the Dallas Cowboys, uh, Tyron Smith, that you know, he's going to miss some games. It's just how many games he's going to miss and how badly during the season or during the end of the season, how bad of an injury can he play through and stuff like that. So I do think that Miami Dolphins, uh, if, if they were healthy, they would have made a better run at the playoffs. Possibly they could have beat the Chiefs. But I think this Chiefs team really took off after getting that win versus Miami. Now, it was not like, you know, 40. I forgot the score, but it was not like a 40 to zero. It was a decent close game most of the time. But I felt like if uh, after this game, the Chiefs really took off and found their ground. Okay. but I do have Miami Dolphins at number five because I just disappointed in the offense. I felt like they can do a little bit more. They have so many weapons on the offensive side. Um, and then it's just the injuries. Injuries. We knew Waddle was kind of you know uh was was a little bit hurt, banged up, and everybody's banged up at the end of the year. But uh, Tyreek Hill was playing through an ankle uh situation. Everybody had a Knicks, uh, but I just felt like the offense should have carried the defense a little bit more. Uh, for number four on this list, we got the Detroit Lions. And people are going to say, how is that a disappointment? D- Detroit Lions went to the NFC Championship game. They almost made it to the Super Bowl. And that's the reason why I put Detroit Lions on this list is because you had that big lead. All right, going into halftime, you had that big lead. And all of a sudden, this coaching staff, instead of kicking field goals, they went for it on fourth down twice and didn't get it. I would say it's kind of it's kind of sucks because they've been doing that all year. That's what made them win a lot of games. Now, if one of those, the first uh, fourth down conversion, if Reynolds just catches the ball because the ball just hits him in his hands, golf through it right there. If he catches a ball, they extend that drive. But I felt the tide turned right after that uh, miss, the first missed uh, four down conversion. Then it's just like things started unraveling, unraveling. And Detroit just lost their identity, they lost their soul. And I feel that it's so disappointing because they had the team. To beat the 49ers. They had the recipe. They were doing well. And for some reason, their buttholes kind of puckered up and they got tight and they couldn't finish a game. And then people are going to say, oh, it's the same old Lions. I have them on this list because them missing out on an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. It's the biggest disappointment. The, the second half of that game 
where the you couldn't get the running game going. Golf was throwing some good passes, and the receivers just dropping them. Um, the fumble uh, by Gibbs, and I don't know why you don't have uh, uh, Montgomery out there to be more ball security. Um, it was just a lot of coaching mistakes that I felt that just unraveled uh, in that second half of that game. So that's why I have the Detroit Lions on this list. Okay. Uh, number three, as my camera goes out again, Baltimore Ravens. Now, again, people will say Baltimore Ravens. My camera keeps on going out. Um, Baltimore Ravens and why they're on this list. Baltimore Ravens had everything in front of them. They had a great offense. Okay. Lamar Jackson, you had your MVP. You had your receivers. Okay. You had a good running game. Had a good offensive line. Your defense was a top defense all year. And you couldn't get it done. Now, who is to blame on this one? I, I've been thinking long and hard. Because when you think about it, the blame always goes on the quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Can he get it done? And I do have faith in Lamar Jackson. I want to say that this playoff uh, uh, disappointment and debacle uh, for the Ravens was on that offensive coordinator. To run the ball six times total when you're a running team. I don't know what the Chiefs did to get you out of your game plan, but I don't think that that first score from Travis Kelsey should have dictated you passing the ball um, most of the game. But to only run six times and you are considered a running team, that's why I have you disappointed. Now, again, I don't know when Lamar Jackson is going to have this super like this really good team. I mean, maybe they can get better at the running back position. Gets a, a, a free agent in there, but man, when are we going to stop with the excuses? He had all the weapons, but again, I do kind of veer back on not all the blames on Lamar Jackson because again, this was a running team. And they only run six times throughout the game. So it's, I I had high hopes, man. I was like, Baltimore, this is Baltimore's year. I think Lamar Jackson was going to get his two, first Super Bowl. And nope, didn't happen. Patrick Mahomes, I can't, again, you, you cannot count out uh, Patty Mahomes. It's something, him and Andrew Reid, when it becomes playoff time, they, they are uh, a tough out. Because they just know how to, their preparation for the week, I would say, is so great that they know what they're going to do. They execute it to perfection. It doesn't matter what happens during the regular season. It's just something clicks in them and they get it done. Um, so, yes, again, Baltimore Ravens, number three on this list. Number two, my Dallas Cowboys. Now, I think the biggest disappointment 
And I would have him one, but I have somebody else at one. But um, the reason why I have the Dallas Cowboys number two on this list is because nobody saw this coming. Everybody was looking towards the second round. And if we're going to be playing Detroit, Philly, or Tampa, whatever the case may be. And they overlooked Green Bay. Overlooked Green Bay so much that, again, six out of the seven drives that Green Bay had, they scored a touchdown. We had no answer. Dan Quinn, which his defense runs a man-to-man defense all, all year long, decided to run zone in crucial situations, and we kept on getting beat. And not just beat, I mean, there was wide receivers wide open. People, players, defensive people, not even 20 yards between the other the wide receiver that caught it or the tight end or the bootlegs. It was just disappointing. And some people would want to blame Dak. And I do want to blame Dak on the first half. Came out. It was just, well, yes, the first half was just a debacle. I knew that the game was over. You kind of had a little bit of feeling where we started driving, started driving. And right before the half, he throws a pick six. And I was like, oh, that's a dagger right there. There, There's no way we can come back from this. Whatever, whatever miracle that we can think that we had, that after that pick six that Dak threw, it was done and over with. Um, Cowboys have a lot of uh, soul searching and a lot of stuff to address on the offseason. Um, as we see that, you know, again, Dan Quinn going to Washington, um, possibly Mike Zimmer coming in. What kind of philosophy in the defensive end is he going to have? Um, how is he going to u- utilize Michael Parsons? Is Michael Parsons is going to be, again, a defensive uh, defensive end, or are they going to utilize him more of a linebacker role? To me, you keep him at defensive end and go get Patrick Queen, go get a, a, a free agent veteran linebacker, and go get a linebacker in the draft. There's pl- there's plenty of good linebackers in this draft, and then you have Overshawn coming back off of ACL. Um, Van Der Esch, I believe he's going to retire because that neck issue that keeps on popping up. So, and then our DBs, like we're going to have Diggs back compared, paired up with Bland is Gilmore going to come back. We have a lot of people that we have to sign. It's going to be, uh, one of those off seasons that we have to, uh, we have to look to see what's going to happen. Um, what's going to happen where our wide receiver two. Who's gonna Who's gonna step up? Um, this is gonna be like it's it's it got so bad that I had a, a lanyard at work and I couldn't even I I don't even wear Dallas gear anymore because I don't want it's just too many years and I just give me at least one victory one playoff win that would have been awesome but to go one and done again I'm I'm just sick and tired of this. Um, but yeah, the, the Green Bay, Green Bay, I, they surprised me because the Green Bay Packers, they, they're a team that just went in there young, 
hungry. LaFleur had a great game plan for not just us, for that 49ers game. And they almost pulled off the 49ers game. I mean, they should have pulled off uh, the 49ers game with some, you know, there's some questionable uh, calls on that game. But I do think that, um, and there should have been a pick six on that game also. That would have, that would have, that would have put it. But this guy decides to have a pick six versus Dallas instead of uh, the 49ers. Um, but Green Bay really, I, I, I thought they were going to make the Super Bowl. And I, was, I thought it was going to be a Super Bowl run like the, the Giants where they're the wild card. Uh, and Eli and that, and that team just caught a hot streak and made it all the way to the Super Bowl. I thought that was going to happen. To quite honestly, um, but it didn't. Um, but Dallas, yeah, that was a very, very big, big disappointment. Um, a lot of people are just telling Jerry he needs to retire. Um, I, look, I just want to play off win. It's it, it's 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 to that point where do whatever. If you if you're saying that you're all in, please be all in, please, and go get the people. Money shouldn't be issue. It's not an issue with Philadelphia. It's not an issue with the 49ers. And it's not an issue with all these other teams that are in the playoffs where they know how to spend their money. So get it done. I don't know what's going on, but they want to be loyal to some of these some of these uh, people where they shouldn't be where they shouldn't be. And it's costing this franchise playoff wins and possibly Super Bowl rings. Now, do I think Dak can get it done? Yes, I still do think think Dak can get it done okay he had a phenomenal year this playoff run not was not just him okay if the defense would have stopped somebody this would have been more competitive game okay but the defense couldn't stop a lick okay they couldn't stop nobody and it was embarrassing it was embarrassing the cowboy nation it was embarrassing to everybody and what we're the laughing stock again that's why i have us at number two should have been a little bit higher, okay. But I this other this next team is it, it, it it's up there, okay. My last team is the Eagles, number one. <laughs> the reason why I picked the Eagles because last year you were in the Super Bowl, basically almost brought back the exact same team, lost a few people on the defense end and. Um, but you gained some people on, on the defensive front, not in the back. What's disappointing about this Philadelphia Eagles team, not just the playoffs, but leading up to the playoffs was how they can never figure it out. Never can figure it out. The offensive coordinator and not look, I, I do think Jalen Hurts is a really good quarterback. All right. I don't know about great, but he's a really good quarterback. The scheme that they're running and not having an answer to the blitz. It kind of like baffled me that this was happening. Week in and week out for that losing streak. Now, you thought they were going to do, you know, they're matched up to a, a Tampa Bay team that is a little scrappy, but they still have Baker Mayfield. So you would think that Philly could put up some points, but that was not the case. They just looked like lost. 
on the offensive side. The defense was just gassed. They had those two big boys in the, in, in the middle where uh, one of them, you know, I forgot his name, but the big, big Georgia boy, I knew he, he's looking like a bust because he only looks like he could stop the run, just hold two people, and that's it. But he's out of shape. If they run hurry-up offense, they're going to keep him on the field, and they don't have really have a pass rush. They rely on their defensive ends to create pressure, like Hassan Reddick and, and uh, Josh Sweat, to create so much pressure. But when they're not getting it done, when you, ha- when you get, go against a team that does have a good right tackle and left tackle, they struggle because they struggle in the secondary. And it's just that not just the offense was an embarrassment for this losing streak and this playoff run, but the defense. This defense couldn't stop a lick. And I I, I kind of had a feeling that, like, they might lose, but there's also that feeling like, man, they're going to take care of Tampa, but they're going to definitely lose to Detroit next week. And it didn't happen. Again, this this team was stacked at, you know, they have a good quarterback, a good running game, which they barely use. I don't know. Swift might want to uh, might want to come to Dallas or, or something um, because he wants to get out of there because every time I felt bad because every time they got to the one yard line, usually you give it to the running back, get in there for a touchdown. They're doing the touch push, which might be might be banned next season. But they had a great offensive line. OK. They had a good quarterback, good running back, two really good wide receivers a really good tight end and they couldn't get it done again. Let's see how the Eagles look next season with a new offensive coordinator, but this offensive coordinator that they just had that guy is whoo. Yeah. He ain't, he's going to be looking, he's going to be looking for a job for a while. Um, and the defensive side, uh, Matt Patricia or, or uh, what's his name? The, from New, New England. I think it's Matt Patricia. Um, him, whoo, my God. I don't know. He couldn't figure it out. And they thought going to him for the defensive calls, they thought it was going to get better on the defensive side, but it got actually got worse. They had sometimes their tap pass rusher going, uh, dropping in coverage. It was just a debacle over there. But that's my list, Okay. Miami Dolphins, the number five. Number four, Detroit Lions. Number three, Baltimore Ravens. Number two, Dallas Cowboys. And number one, the Philadelphia Eagles. My top five playoff team playoff disappointments. Now let's go to the Super Bowl. And Super Bowl Sunday is tomorrow, uh, depending on when you're watching this. Um, but yes, today's Saturday, so it is tomorrow. Um Philadelphia, uh, Philadelphia Eagles, um, Chiefs versus 49ers in Las Vegas. I'm I'm looking at some of those prices for the tickets and and just to park and and food. This thing is crazy. I I saw on on TikTok it was people got two sodas and it was like twenty six dollars. Just the regular little sodas, 
<laughs> and it was it was twenty six dollars. So it's pricey in Vegas. Um, who do I got? Now, I've been going back and forth on my pick on this because one team, the 49ers, ha- have, are stacked. They, on paper, the 49ers should win this. Why you say that? They have a great defense, that defensive line. Um, their linebacker play with, you know, Greenlaw and Warner. Um, their safeties and corners are are good enough to get it done. But the offense, that offense, you have to pick your poison. Who are you going to stop? Are you going to let Christian McCaffrey beat you? Are you going to let George Kittle, Debo Samuels? Ayuk, like it, it goes on and on. And they have a really good, really good offensive line. So on paper, I feel that the 49ers should win. But like I said earlier, you can't count out Patrick Mahomes and never bet against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. I feel like they have something up their sleeve. Something that you haven't seen before or haven't seen all season. They had two weeks to cook something up. And I feel that the Chiefs are going to get it done again. I don't know how. But I just feel, one, I feel like it's going to be a high scoring game. I have, what was it? I had 30, 38 to 27. Okay. 38 to 27. Let's see. If uh, if that holds up, I have a high scoring game, but again, I have it's just something with Andy Reid and these and Patrick Mahomes and and in these playoffs that you can't count them out. Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes look like they're on the same page. Again, all season looked like kind of like a struggle, but something clicked that they know where they're going to be. These option routes, it's like on point. Um, and these wide receivers, okay, these wide receivers for the Kansas City Chiefs that have been dropping balls all year long are catching them this on this playoff run. So I do think that the Chiefs will come out victorious in this game. Um, but it's gonna be a high scoring game. Now Again, it well, it is legal to bet in Florida now with the Hard Rock app, so I already placed some of my bets. Um, but I will say, um, if you're going to bet on something, uh, I wanted to bet on the first touchdown, but I'm doing the anytime touchdown because, I, I for some reason, I don't think it's going to happen. But I feel like one of my touchdowns, one of my parlays are uh, Christian McCaffrey uh, and Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown and i think i had one more oh and uh and pacheco any anytime check touchdown so that's one of my parlays but um but i do think uh, again this is going to be it's going to be a exciting super bowl um are they the two best teams the playoff run says yes on paper you would think baltimore would have been up there but again 
we already talked about our disappointment on Baltimore and and that coaching staff on the offensive side not getting it done. But when it comes playoff time, like I'm saying, don't count out Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. They're going to get it done. And I'm going for them because there's something about the Niners that I don't like. They're in our division, and I don't want them to get more rings in us um, and continue to dominate. I want Shanahan. I want them to always come close and get it ripped away. That's just me. You know, that I if the if it was the Detroit Lions, I would have had the Detroit Lions. Uh, I would be rooting for the Detroit Lions to get their first Super Bowl. But since it's not the Detroit Lions, I'm going Kansas City Chiefs. But again, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. I knew I kind of blabbled on. It looked like for 33 minutes here. Um, thank you guys for tuning in for Big Meat Sports Podcast. We're probably going to be doing this a uh, little bit sporadically. Um, we're going to do probably a Super Bowl recap. And then looking into the draft, hopefully I can get uh, uh, Duncan and, and JC on, on the podcast or Chris or some of my other friends on the podcast because I'd love to do it with them. Love, love to get their insights on what's going on and who they like and stuff like that um, because they do have uh, great knowledge of the football game. Um, and we'll be take, talk some basketball. Um, Miami Heat, as you see right here, my Miami Heat, um, diehard Miami Heat fan. Uh, haven't been really watching it at the beginning, but since the football season's over, trying to get in basketball uh, mode now. And the Miami Heat went on a losing streak, but now they're getting back on their ways. So um, hopefully they can make a run. See, a lot of people, like, I, being a Cowboy fan, again, has been uh, a disappointing 20-plus years. But, or, you know, almost 30 years now. But I got to thank my Miami Heat for at least, you know, the Miami Heat, rooting for the Miami Heat. We've been in the you know NBA finals. Haven't gotten it done, but at least we got to the finals. So they're not a disappointment. They're overachievers, my Miami Heat. And it's the culture that we have. Um, so I'm thanking the Miami Heat, and I continue to thank the Miami Heat. And hopefully they can do a, a long playoff run this playoffs. But they got to get it started now because I want to get out of that, you know, seven, the play-in game. So get me six or fifth seed. But we'll talk more about the Miami Heat and these upcoming podcasts and NFL draft. But, um, you know, we're going to be talking more about that. But, again, thank you for tuning in. Please don't forget to like, subscribe to the page. Tell your friends about us. Promote us. Help us. Help us uh, do good in this channel. Love you guys. And we'll catch you on the next episode.